Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast, and I am your host, Wanda Howard, and this is my co-host, Emery Howard, and Happy New Year. Holy cow. (laughs) We made it. Yeah. Um, So now for the New Year's, we're going to be talking all about the New Year's resolutions. Last week in 2023, we had on Tyler Jeffcoat, and he shared a little bit about um, the goals that help complement his life and the things that he has done to be able to achieve those goals. So we wanted to dive in a little bit more. It seemed very applicable at this time of year with just being able to set forward moving goals and also not overwhelming ourselves. So that's what this podcast this week is all about is How do we set goals? How do we know if they're good goals? How do we make sure that we don't get overwhelmed by goals? Because that feeling of like setting a whole bunch of goals and feeling so energized at the beginning of the year, just to see them fall off the bandwagon one by one is is so frustrating. And it doesn't help us because then it uh, creates less motivation to reach the other ones. So um, what makes a good goal? That's what we're going to be talking all about. So Emery, do you have any questions to get us started uh probably yeah uh well you just asked what makes a good goal and i was wondering if like if you just make one goal and then like you get distracted like how do you stay on a goal Mm, that's a good okay so that's actually a key point to what makes a good goal a good goal is one that you have a plan to stay on it. So, for example, if I wanted to be able to run the three miles, I'm not a runner, so this would be a great uh, pushing goal for me. If I wanted to be able to run three miles by the end of next year and and I had a time that I wanted to do it, let's say I want to be able to run three miles I have no idea what the times are for running. We'll say 20 minutes, three miles and 20 minutes. If that is my goal, then I need to also have a plan of action to go with it, right? Uh-huh. Because if I just say, I want to be able to do that, I really want to do that, and I don't have any way of gauging myself, then I most likely won't. I won't ever follow through until I have that plan. So whether that's run every other day, Maybe that's run an hour, one day a week. I like it. It really is up to you and your schedule and your life and and your nutrition and um, your health to figure out the action plan for it. But that's that's a great question. Um, how do you actually stick to it? What makes a great goal? One of the main elements needs to be an action plan for it. So if you have a goal to be a nicer human. That's wonderful of you, but is that very actionable? Uh, no. <laughs> you can't really say, okay, every day at 6 p.m., I am going to be super nice. 
because your idea of nice might not be the same as someone else's. And what if you think you're being nice and someone starts crying and you feel like, oh, no, I failed. It wasn't nice. Like you have to be very specific on what you're trying to accomplish. Where And how long does the nice last? Yeah. Yeah. So um, but some here's some key things, though, for keeping the motivation going after you have your plan and and you have that super clear is to know that the gauges or the plan is just for your information. They are not evidence of failing or succeeding necessarily that the, the success is from the fact that you are stretching yourself. That right there is the success, whether or not, if you have the desire to go running three times a week, that's awesome. But the success is actually in the ability to track it, in the willingness to observe your tendencies, in the um, excitement of learning more about yourself and where you follow through and where you don't. That That's where the success lies. And it's not so much about, oh, no, I missed a day. I see it here on my tracker. Oh, no, now look at this. I've missed a day every day of the week for the last six weeks and I'm really doing terrible and I thought I was going to be better this year like those kinds of thoughts are not helpful and do it today (laughs) well you could either get up and do it today but the point is if you're missing a day every week then notice like holy cow I very consistently miss one of my days every week is it helpful for me to keep three days a week so I at least go running twice if that's my tendency, maybe I should set it for four times a week so I can go three times. Or if you notice, wait, I'm missing one time every week. Maybe I don't have the time or energy to do it three times. Maybe it makes more sense to push myself a little harder on the two days that I uh, have that pattern and I'm staying committed on. But that's that's the point is it's the the gauge the tracker whatever you call it that you're using to see how well you're doing isn't isn't a mechanism to beat yourself up with <laughs> it's it's just to inform you and inform um how how your stretching is going but it's not to say that you're stretching the wrong way or you're inadequate because you didn't stretch enough so, um, any other questions there? Uh, no. Okay. So what else, what else makes a good goal? Any ideas or concerns or questions? Oh, uh, well. Would you accomplish that goal? What's the accomplishment? Will it last forever or will it last for a minute? Like, say you ran those three miles by the end of the year. Yay, that's exciting. Maybe you'll get a trophy for it. And you can say you did it. But what next? Ooh, that's great. That's a that's a really big insight, especially um, as as we look into the future. It's easy to start dreaming of all the things but it's it's actually really good to be aware of what next, what comes after it. Because if 
you think of running those three miles and you, whether that's just the accomplishment of it, or maybe there's a race where you're going for the medal. If you see after that point and all you see is emptiness and all you see is just kind of, meh, I don't really know what next, then most likely that goal has some anchors in approval from others or anchors in uh, this is what people my age do or this is what a healthy person does. And so it'd be really good idea after you set your, like you say, okay, I want these things, make your list of goals and then say, okay, why do I want this one? And at first, those questions might be like, well, I want this one because I want a healthy body and I want to enjoy running more because I don't enjoy running. (laughs) And so it could be things like that. But then this is a really helpful exercise is look beyond the mark. What will your life look like if you're able to achieve that? If it just looks like, I don't know, it's just boring and or there's just nothing, it's empty then most likely there's an anchor somewhere that it's attached to approval, society beliefs, health beliefs, or uh, relationship beliefs, whatever it is. Um, If it's not geared around running, don't know why we're so stuck on this running analogy right now, but that's, it's pretty measurable, I guess. Um, And then if you look beyond the mark and you see, it doesn't really matter what happens next. It sounds exciting and I love it. And it, I am, I'm just excited about the possibilities that it could bring into my life because this journey sounds fun. Then that's, that's when you know that you have found a goal or something that is going to be very instructive for things to come in your life. Because the more that we focus on those things that ignite our soul, that just excite us, even if there isn't a stepping stone after them, those are the ones that they're going to help us in in things that we learn and how to tap into our own motivation and how to stay on track with something. Those are the ones that are going to help us in whatever other area that we choose to go into. Or if it's a very like um, practical goal of I in my business want to be able to, uh, let's say you want to be able to impact five more people or you want to be able to reach the next um, benchmark in uh, in sales, then if that's if that's the point, if that's your hope, um, then you make your plan and you write it out. And if it sounds exciting and motivating and this this is going to be a fun journey to go on, then you look beyond the mark and you're like, yeah. And after I reach this goal, that will allow me to go to this event and also open these doors and it will open this opportunity that I need next. And, and it, it can look very practical and that's totally fine. But if the feeling after the mark is very much a, I don't know what it will do. Maybe it will do something. It feels kind of bland, empty, then the good news is you get to you get to say to yourself, guess what? I don't have to meet that mark. Nothing in me wants that mark. Uh, and I don't see a reason why to waste my energy on 
that one and I can instead eliminate it, simplify my life and focus on these other ones. Um, so great question. Any others of what makes a good goal? No. Okay. Um, another thing that I just want to point out with good goals and what helps them is one of the mistakes that I would run into a lot, <laughs> a lot at the beginning of um, just dreaming, setting goals, trying to grow myself is I would get so ambitious about one area of my life that it would push the other ones to their limit. And it's true that sometimes um, other areas of, of our life have to adjust or stretch, um, maybe get put on hold for a moment. And that's not bad, but I think we have created this false idea around it's okay if things break for a time because later on we can go back and fix them. You can totally take that approach if you want to. But I have found, and I've seen so many others, and if you've been listening to this podcast for very long, you have seen yourself through listening to so many other people and kind of what um, Tyler Jeffcoat explained in the last episode as well, that it's very damaging and it can be very empty. And if you are not consistently checking back on those other areas that are having to strain super hard for you to support this one area, um, it can cause lifelong damages that it, it takes a while to wake up and actually be able to see them. So a much healthier and more exciting way of creating goals is how they complement the other areas of your life. So um, running for me, for example, if I decided that running was super important and I wanted to be able to run a certain amount of miles, then I would have to look at, okay, what does that mean for motherhood? Because that's super important to me and I have goals there too that I want to meet. And what would that mean for my business? And how much time would I be able um, to spend there? Would I be too tired later on after going running for so long? Would I need to take a nap? Would that impede in my business? And just looking at all the different pieces, um, one of the things I've actually specifically started realizing that if I run in the morning for about 15 minutes, I have a lot more just uh, warm energy inside of me. I, I get really cold, really easy. And that makes me want to cuddle up and stay on the couch and just kind of shiver the day away. Cause in the winter, that's, uh, that's my happy spot. And that's an easy place for me to be. But if I get up and I run for 15 minutes, I might feel tired in other ways, but I've also noticed that I feel more warm energy inside of me. So I feel more capable of getting up and going around the house and doing dishes, even though the wood floor is cold on my feet or um, just different things. Like my, my mind is more mentally awake. So that's a great thing to just start checking yourself on of is this goal of running, improving other areas of my life. Is it making me more capable to show up in the limited time I have there as the person I want to be, or is it getting in the way? Um, but a real good goal is one that complements all the areas of our life. So as we go into this amazing new year, can't believe it's here. Um, just be very kind to yourself as you're setting your goals. Remember that your goals are for you, not for anyone else, not for 
any others uh, pleasure or bragging rights or anything. Your goals are for you as a person to be able to feel and experience the world around you the way that you want to and give yourself that permission to simplify, cut things out, explore, write things out. You don't have to have all of your goals perfectly ready at the beginning of the year. If you are still kind of swimming in this, I don't really know what I want um, zone. Maybe have your goal for this whole year be specifically about what kinds of goals do I want? What kinds of goals do fill me in? Make a roadmap to be able to see how that can help you. Because as you do that, your kids will start noticing, holy cow, my mom and dad, their goals, their life, their interests, their um, just their soul fulfillment in this world is worth the time and effort to write it out, to really think about it, to talk about it with people, to explore, read books about it. Like that is a huge service and a huge tool to give to your kids when they see you being super intentional about what you want out of life instead of just setting a goal because that keeps you going and keeps you muscling through and bustling through the day-to-day things. Um, it's, it's just really cool what happens and what people start seeing um, in their own lives and their own capabilities when we give ourselves permission to show up the way we want for ourselves. So I think that's everything unless Emery has anything else to say. Well, all I have to say is have a happy new year's everybody. Yeah. Happy new year's. We'll see you later. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.